You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. Welcome to WoW Talk, the Mash Those Buttons podcast all about World of Warcraft. My name is Nick Selenkevich, and I'm here with, well, I'm here with the different people this week. Ray and Eric have the night off. Uh, so to fill in for them, we've brought in, uh, you'll know him from Squad Goals and from Dropping Spicy and, uh, I don't know, a few other shows on the network. You've probably seen him around. Uh, Corey Kurabara Treadway. How are you doing, uh, Kura? Doing pretty good. It's uh, weird to be in something where I'm not a... Uh... It's not EA game. It's very weird. I'm not shooting things. Well, I guess I'm using my bow, so still shooting. Never mind. Just Take that shooting back. the shit. We're <laughs> <laughs> uh, doing pretty good, though. How about yourself? I'm, I'm doing well, and I'm, I'm done talking to you now. I should go. <laughs> uh, and uh, then also filling in here, we have, uh, he's been on the show before. We have Crisp, and I need to apologize. I think I kept calling you Just Crisp on the last episode. I did not realize your name was ju- Just Crisp, <laughs> so I apologize for that. But uh, how are you oh, doing? I'm not too bad. Uh, still recovering from a long week, but I mean, I'm back home, so. It's always good to be home after some long travels, so glad to have you on the show here. And... Uh, we still have our, our one returning regular cast member who's uh, always here, even if he only plays a little bit of classic WoW, uh, but he'll talk about Grand Theft Auto if we let him. Uh, we've got uh, Harv. No. I'm not gonna, <laughs> this is not talking GTA 5. But uh, yeah, I, just doing things, hanging out, playing some I do like. I do like the memes that I see on Reddit sometimes of like, uh, what I played when I was a kid, and it's GTA Five, and this is what my kids play when they're kids, and it's GTA Five. <laughs> exactly. Like that game, that that game, and uh, with Skyrim coming out on like every system, like the, the like. No wonder it feels like we're stuck in a time loop. Yeah, we just need to get the uh, Grand Theft Auto Alexa game, and we're doing pretty good now, you know. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, so this is Wow Talk episode number two nineteen. Today is August twenty ninth, two thousand twenty two, and not too much in the news uh, to talk about. Uh, we have a few things we'll bring up. Uh, the real only major item is that the Wrath uh, Classic pre patch launches tomorrow. So by the time this goes live, that'll be out. You guys, I think, will be enjoying what the zombie invasion. That's part of that, right? Possibly. I think so. I know it's on the P- I need the level it's on the PTR. Still not seventy. Yeah, as as someone who missed the original zombie invasion, like this is one of those events that is very well regarded in the history of World of Warcraft. Like, oh man, the zombie invasion, you know, from, you know, it like set the tone for what a pre patch event should be. And I'm feeling very uh, nonchalant about this. I'm I'm a little bit surprised. I should be itching to get over there and be like, yeah, let me check this out. Like, this is my chance to finally see what I didn't get to see before. Especially too, you think about the popularity of Wrath. 
I mean, this was still when WoW was getting more and more popular. So plenty of people missed this because it was only available for a limited time when Wrath launched. Uh, you know, like the, you know, what, cause it, you know, it was a steady climb for WoW's popularity right through Wrath up until the launch of uh, Cataclysm. And then that's when it kind of dropped off a bit. Um, so yeah. yeah, there should be plenty of people who, who played Wrath, but didn't get to play the intro to the expansion who should be itching to get in there. And I hope that's a, a good sign for how that's going to go. I know, I'd like to get a chance to get in there, but work keeps taking up most of my free time. Well, well sp- speaking of your fry, free, fry time, free time, what are you doing with your fry time? My fry time? Uh, my fry time. Your fry time. <laughs> well, we just recently, uh, in the go, we just got down the uh, faded Nathria fight, so that worked out. Probably got one of the three faded done, so that made me... Unheroic? Uh, yeah, unheroic. Nice. Like I was hoping you bring you along, but I keep I keep missing you. I'm like Nick, come back, come back. I can't do Thursdays. Thursdays just don't work for me. I know it's it's hard to do. It's like a little rough. You always have like on Thursdays when you got stuff going on, but I make it happen. My guys want me to come and record Apex on Wednesdays. I'm like, nah, I got a raid, guys. I'm sorry, Apex got to <laughs> the break. But uh, you're not dropping spicy. You're dropping Denathrius. I am dropping Denathrius, and hopefully this week we're going to start dropping the uh, Savannah. So, but one thing outside of that is I've been trying to level up my uh, other characters. Been practicing. I'm doing healers. Been trying to heal on a druid. And good lord, I enjoy healing on the druid. A lot of fun. Really fun class. For some reason, after I got the druid, I get the most brain dead people. I got to heal. And I'm like, is this what Murray has to do when I can do stupid stuff? Can you all stop jumping at the fire? Please stop jumping over there. It's like, heal you to heal me. I'm like, you just jumped to your death. I literally can't heal you through, through fall damage. I'm sorry. I don't know. Can you heal a moving target? I guess sometimes you can, right? I can heal them moving, but they, when they're falling and they're dying, it's like kind of like they're kind of doomed anyways. Or they're here, their health's at 100% and then it's just instantly zero. It's like, well, uh, Barkskin didn't do shit, so... made me very sad so you think that's that's giving you an outlook on how why healers are the way healers are is because of the way everybody treats healers yes I also didn't realize how bad light of sight on so many healing spells were like had someone like literally like almost right next to me like sorry you can't see them I'm like what's in my way foot tall box stop that that makes sense because I noticed like Ray and I always I always feel bad when Ray does this, but it's like she'll put uh, like markers on me because I do I move around a lot during the fights. I, as a hunter, I have mobility. I like to use that mobility. And I know I'm being bad when I get the marker put on me because that means she can't see me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and yet you're a Torin. Yeah, well, well, to be fair, to be fair, she was doing this in the a lot in the raids when I would raid under my worgen, but yeah, I did I did notice I had the little like sun or the orange circle on me the other day as and I'm like, "Oh, that's not great." Yeah. You are you're not doing too badly though. You you're staying pretty alive like I had played a lot of the fights, so don't worry too much about it. Uh, I I I finally decided to swallow my pride and look at the meters. And uh I'm not at the bottom of the meters, but that's only because there are people who are not DPS that are beneath me. There are tanks and healers <laughs> down there. And not all the tanks and healers, <laughs> just some of the tanks and healers. Well, so. we still have certain people who've been playing constantly in our group and constantly in all these fights, and they're still lower than your DPS. So 
Don't feel too bad. No, no, no. Not not in the fights I was looking at. <laughs> not on the fights I was looking at. Now that some of them I did die. Pretty much all the fights I did die. Um there was one fight where it was uh the Stone Guardians or whatever, the the gar- the gargoyles uh, fight. Oh, Stone Legion yeah. Generals. Yes, thank you. Oh, yeah. And you've got the two circles you're supposed to soak. And I think we were trying to like overlap the circles so that we could uh you know, we could get, you know, like one, like get 100 to soak both of them. And I was like, oh yeah, I can go do that. And I went and I stood right in the little overlap of the two circles and I went to hit my, my turtle shell so I could soak it. And turtle shell was on cooldown. Oops. Ooh. Oh yeah. I forgot about that part. That was funny. But I don't. Yeah. And then I was out of that fight, but you guys beat it anyway. So yeah, at least I don't think you're the one who, there was someone who kept dropping the circle right in front of everybody on top of all of us. So it's like, well, this is a bad time. No, my problem is that I am more scared about dropping something in the, in the group than I am about bringing some, than I'm about dying basically. So it's like anytime anything pops up on me, I immediately run out of the group, which is great when it's like, oh, hey, you got a circle you're going to drop or something like that. It's bad when they're like, whoa, 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 we need to stack for that. <laughs> Get back here. <laughs> uh valiant sacrifice so like, yeah, I'm, I'm, stupid sacrifice yeah i am super twitchy anytime i get anything on me so it's not not great not uh, at yeah, all so, you, so you you are one third of the way to getting your hero of fate title yeah almost getting there we still have Very a couple nice. more weeks my gear levels Very are nice. staying yeah. up high so i think we can get it as long as people remember to look at the raid and read the fights you know basic stuff well that's so how how you know, and th- this is a question for every- well, everybody except for Harv here, because you haven't, you still haven't done any of the faded rating, right, Harv? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I wish I could have screen kept that look you gave. Like, why are you even asking me this question? You know the answer to this question. <laughs> but no, because h- how did it feel coming back into the faded fights? Now, 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 Crisp, when you you did uh, faded Nathria, you did that on Mythic uh, uh, first week. No, because that was literally. A- Next week after we had spent four nights, actually, sorry, eight nights progging on Jailer for Mythic, Ooh. and we got him on the last night. So well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So the first night there, we didn't have enough for Mythic. We went straight into heroic and clear heroic in, I want to say it was about two and a half hours, maybe just over three hours. And That's then, not bad. We've done every other heroic raid already, as well as we did three out of 11 or three out of 10 mythic and sanctum and three out of 11 in uh sepulcher. And then I just nice. looked. Nice. So you have your, hero, you have your hero of fate yeah. title then. And then we just, I just looked Very at our nice. guilds raider IO and turns out we're actually eight of 10 mythic in Nathria now. And obviously nice. I wasn't there for the past two days. Well, I'm still stuck at five out of ten. <laughs> that's, but yeah, that, that's what, one of the things that has me interested in how this raid tier is going to progress. Because on a regular night, you figure it's you know you might miss a, a, a week or whatever of progression, but you'll pick it up the next week. Like you'll get a chance. Like you know your raid, your raid team is going to clear all those bosses again before they they finish the raid. So you might not be there the first time they clear, say stone generals, but you'll get it next. You know, following week or the week after. Yeah, we were on Tuesday. We went straight into mythic on Castle Nathria, 
and cleared five, yeah, five bosses in just over an hour, which was surprising for us. Then, actually, yeah, for Mythic, that's really not well, bad. I mean, that, that's cons- a, that, I mean, five bosses in an hour—that's a good clip on any difficulty. Considering our last two months of Sepulcher, when it was the current raid where we killed four bosses in two months. Oh, right. So it took us basically a month to kill Raglon and then a couple of weeks, well, two weeks to kill Raglon and then two weeks to kill Jailer. But yeah, it was a, it's a nightmare. So did you find it any easier? I mean, because I guess the one thing that's interesting about how these faded raids are working is that now going back into Nathria for the second time, you've had a chance to get some extra gear from Sanctum, from Sepulcher. Uh, you know, did you feel like you were any more powerful coming in? Although you said you didn't, you you, you jumped in difficulty as well, so maybe that would have offset. Well, that. they also did nerf all the rates. They did do mm-hmm. I believe it was a five percent health decrease. They did because uh, Sanctum was insanely hard. It felt like it was current content with. 250 well not even 252 gear at that time and having to have dom sockets where now you have no dom sockets and you're just using tier gear it's a little it was a little tricky but yeah seeing that they because i pugged in an heroic on my hunter and warlock this week on well hunter last night actually and heroic feels like a joke now it's it's a lot smoother now that people actually know the fixes as well, but it can also be a pain in the ass when you don't get the right, you get the fix going and then you only get like two sacks of it, especially with the AOE one. That's, that's the tough one. How did you feel about the affixes changing to the changes from the fights? Cause they don't keep the same affixes every week. They sometimes switch them up. I actually liked it. Personally, I liked it. It, it, So you don't go in every week and then be like, oh, well, it's this effects. Okay, we know what to do. Now you got to change your whole style of how you're doing that fight and work around that effects. Like, what was it? Sludge Fist first week was the AoE um, orb. And this Mm -hmm. week was the shield. It's a lot easier. You pop the shield as soon as he hits the uh, first pillar, and there goes a good chunk of his health. Yeah. Right. It also makes a lot more sense That's... for that fight since you're doing just damage to him anyways. It's like, oh, just keep doing what you're normally doing. We're going to burst this shield. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I didn't realize that they were changing the affixes. They were, I guess mm-hmm. they might just be random um, as far as how they're assigned because I know – that on some of the fights, like you pointed out, like on, on, on sludge fist, you have to look at how the overall fight is structured and figure out where it makes sense to introduce the mechanics from the, the affix in order to maximize your gameplay there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, I know the, 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 the same thing too. Some of the other bosses that uh, we were raiding on, we were getting stuck because, uh, Oh, like, you know, the, the affix is, is popping right in the middle of all this other stuff going off. And it's too much burst damage at one point where, you know, or too much damage, incoming damage at one point. Whereas we need, if we can stagger it, because the problem too is that in this case, I think, I forget which boss it was, but we were killing the boss too quickly. We were DPS, DPSing him down too much to the point where 
um, the affix was af- being af- affecting the, the phase shift. And we're like, oh, if we slow it down a little bit, like the affix will go off, then we'll hit the phase shift and we can actually progress willingly. Or we could just try to DPS them down harder and then let the affix hit into the phase shift. Um, yeah, we, yeah. You know, and, and there's interesting discussions that arise around that. And I thought, you know, the first three weeks, you know, watching, I'm like, okay, like, you know, somebody sat down and they looked at the boss and they said, okay, this affix makes sense for this boss and this affix makes sense for this boss. But if they're just like, no, it's just random and it's going to get shuffled every week and you never know what you're going to get. That is fascinating that like every week you have to come in and you have to be ready to game plan because you don't know how a given fight's going to go, how a given fight's going to interplay with the affixes, at least for the, you know, for the time being once, probably by the time we're, we're done with this here. Um, you know, we'll have seen this, enough of the combinations. It'll be like, okay, he's, you know, it's Sludfish with uh, Coalescing Essence or whatever that's called. We know what to do for this one, uh, you know, as opposed to Creation Spark. And, you know, we know what to do for that one. And the, the, was it the, the Shield, Protoform Shield or whatever. You know, like once you've seen them enough times and you're like, okay, we know how to adjust the fight. But it, it is interesting that right now you you do have to stop and kind of think like, like you, ever, you know, you go and you take your first shot at, you see where everything kind of lands as the timing goes. And then you guys sit back and think, okay, like, we were running into a problem at this time because we were going too fast or too slow. Let's adjust our strategy accordingly. Yeah, we had we had that issue in um, when it was Faded Sepulcher. Actually, we were when we did heroic because we actually did a, ended up doing a sell our carry run for one person. So it was one it being Faded heroic, and then two we're also doing a sale was not easy, but. The fact that we would get to some bosses and it would be like, well, the timers are showing on my screen, but there's no countdown and we've completely skipped that whole mechanic. And then it's trying to reset itself and it can't. So our timers were all buggered up and we couldn't even actually get a true reading on what was coming at that time. That's scary. Yeah, it was... It was brutal. <laughs> and then we found out that the, um, was it the creation spark that you got to catch? We found that if you have that buff on you and on, and you're on jailer, it increases the time that the bomb will go off. So if you jump in the hole mm. too late, that bomb has already gone off. If you jump in too early, it's, oh, yeah. Yeah, it like increased the time that it or decreased the time that it took to for the bomb to go off. It was bizarre. I had fun. I ran the jailer fight on LFR for the first time ever. And I'm watching people jumping into the holes. I'm just like, what why are they I don't understand why they're doing that. And then all of a sudden I got the one thing on me. I'm like, oh, I think I'm supposed to jump into the hole. And so I jumped in the hole and like, and then I'm like, I watch it and the guy, like me and another guy, we both jumped in at the same time. He shoots out and then I don't. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, why did I just kill myself? Yeah. What happened? And then I had to look like, I had no idea how that mechanic worked that like, no, you got to wait. And then when it goes off, you get shot. I'm like, Oh, that that's an interesting mechanic. But yeah, like my bad for not being prepared for LFR, yeah, you gotta, um, but I still, got, I still got carried to the way. I wind, guess you so. gotta wait till like, two it's like 1.5 or two seconds left on the cast and then you jump in the hole but yeah i am not looking forward to doing that fight on faded mythic that's gonna be oh gross. That, i uh, uh, that is what surprises me a little bit is i mean there are some you know between sanctum and sepulcher i feel like nathria is, is pretty well 
set and done. I mean, Denathrius can be a bit of a lengthy fight, but even even that is still, I think, you know, kind of established. But there are some fights on Sanctum, and there are some fights on Sepulchre that, I mean, like you said, you just spent what, eight straight days wiping on Jailer, yeah. and you're going to get back to him again, and now you've only, you can't do eight straight days. You're only going to have seven at best. Wow. Yeah, we did, we did an extra day each week, and it was the last night was six and a half hours Ooh. that we were continuously pulling and pulling and pulling. And we had, I want to say, two or three wipes at 0.1%. Yeah. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah. That's tough. And then when it finally happened, it was a big sigh of relief. Well, congratulations on that. That is. That is a nasty fight. Yeah, it was recent polls. I have it up here as well, which is nice. It's um, a nasty fight, but at least it's not 15 minutes long. Uh, it, Mythic Jailer, I think, was uh, just under 10 minutes. And we had what it looks like one, two, three, four, about six wipes that were classified as 15 percent but that was because raider io still goes off of the old uh shield phase and it healing and then yeah it took us 237 pulls just to get them down and that was yeah eight days of three to four hours until the last day where we said nope we're going until reset still got it though if you if you didn't get it that night, you weren't getting. Well, I mean, you weren't going to get like uh, what ahead of the curve. Or uh, whatever, right? That was edge, like the yeah. last night to get it. Yeah, yeah, we were, and that's why we told we told everyone like we are going until reset if it doesn't die. And we were all invested. Like we had, it was either we get it or we don't. Yeah, but thankfully we got it. <laughs> yeah, good good job on that. That's. That is, I, I don't know. I feel like there's something extra special. And I don't know if it's just the fact that you're willing because you know, like there's a deadline there. But like if we don't get it by, you know, reset or, you know, by what, you know, by the time I got to get up for work in the morning or whatever it is, um, you know, like I'm not getting it. It's like, I remember, um, you know, like doing the, the mage tower back when it was out during Legion. And, you know, it's like that last night before it's going away and you're in there and you're like, this is it. If I don't do it now, it's never happening. And I'm just going to keep throwing myself at this stupid fat demon. Mm -hmm. And uh, I better freaking beat this because <laughs> there's no tomorrow. Nick, um, there's and, no and, work that next day. You call out for work that next day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very true, Harv. True, truer words have never been spoken. But yeah, but there is something to be said, though, for that feeling of sheer elation when you do finally get it down. I mean, that must've been a huge relief and a huge, uh, you know, moment of ce celebration there that you were able to finally. Yeah, do that. it was, it was very, <laughs> like, it felt like I just had a hundred pounds on my shoulders. And then the next, you know, it was just gone because we finally did it. But yeah, I still couldn't believe it. Obviously we had, I think there was like three or four of us streaming just in my guild alone. And between two of us, we were over 200 viewers between both of our streams. Oh, wow. And I'm like, very nice. All because of our title. We put our title as Race to World Last. <laughs> <laughs> very yeah. nice. But we, we ended up becoming, uh, we were 
the very last NA guild to kill Jailer, and then there was like another nice. 20 guilds on EU that got it after us. Darn, didn't get to be the last last. No, we didn't get to be world last, but we got NA last, so. Last in the continent, good job. <laughs> Hopefully that's not this time around. So, did it feel, um, you know, coming back to the, the, the Nathria raid, literally coming back to that, um, you know, did it feel like you were able to maintain any kind of momentum with the, the, the raid? Or, you know, like, you know, even though it had been a few weeks now and you've gone, you get distracted by Sepulchre and Sanctum, um, you know, jumping up to hero or to mythic as it were, or even, uh, you know, Kura just picking up with the heroic fights. Um, did it feel like there was any loss of momentum or, or was it just because, you know, it, it's not like you were doing the same thing you were before, um, you know, you know, picking up with a different boss or picking up on a different difficulty. It's just another week, different bosses, you know, kind of s- same shit, different day kind of thing. Um, you know, moving on there, uh, was it, was, you know, did it not really matter that you were, you know, there was like a, a two week break between the last time we were in Nathria. Personally, I don't think there was, but then again, our yield, I mean, it's, we have, um, three different tabs in our discord for each raid. So we're constantly updating, um, per boss with videos and, um, different charts and all that just so we can see okay what are those people doing early on in that day what are they doing what can we pick from there and then put it into our raid so for us it doesn't seem like it's really changed much but i don't i don't know about for kura like if it's if it felt easier the same I think it's definitely like a lot like the fights were, were not too bad. It was nice going back in there and being like, I remember playing this problem I was having is at least in our first week of going back in there was I think too many people assumed their memory would be great and they didn't do research. So they're forgetting big mechanics. Like, Hey guys, don't we have this happen now? Oh yeah. That's what killed us. <laughs> but yeah, it- what are you saying? I so said like, but once that first week got done, the next two like we got a little bit better. People seemed to start actually remembering the fights, especially like uh, Sepulchre was real easy to get into. We didn't get as far as we'd like to. We got stuck on the same Holanda's fight, but you know, at least you're not juggling balls. That is that is not fun on Holandras. No. Well, that's what I did notice. Not the juggling balls part, <laughs> but the. Just, just the fact that I mean, and Ray even kind of said, like, you know, like the raid team that we had, you know, were all people who, you know, worked together on Sepulcher, so that those fights all should be more familiar, and especially too, like that's just what everybody was in. So I mean, Nathria, you, you know, unless you were going back there for some specific, you know, oh, I need to get like a conduit or some something on an alt, like you really weren't going back and touching that stuff. Um, so yeah, so it makes sense there would be a bit of a, like a you know like learning to to ride a bicycle again kind of thing. Whereas, you know, we, we got in a sepulcher and like those first bosses, they just fell. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe, th- maybe there was like a preliminary wipe just as we're like, oh yeah, just, you know, remember what we got to do. But other than that, you know, one or two, one or two, you know, one or two poles and everything pretty much went down. Yeah. Well, I think um, the only, the only like real problem we have in sepulcher was the first boss surprisingly, which normally we didn't have an issue with. And that was just getting the A fix down. We were just having 
the AFIX that week was just throwing us off on our rhythm. But once we got yeah. it, we got we figured that out. We're like, ah, it died. He died super quickly. Right, and that's and that, that goes what we were saying before about how on some of these affixes you need to strategize and kind of observe how is it changing the fight that you can plan accordingly for that. Because yeah, I think that might have been the fight I was thinking of where the the affixes were hitting just at the wrong points of each of the given mm. phases to just really make it a problem. That's probably what it was. Um, and all like, the, we were so used to that fight that we we're like, this fight always easy. We never have a problem with it. Oh wait a minute, this isn't flowing correctly. Oh no. Well, that's the other thing too. Is I always liked on, on uh, some of the fights. I'm thinking, um, what's the like the devourer fight or whatever, where you've got some some buffs you're supposed to stack for, but then you'd also get like the creation spark where you're you gotta like stack somewhere else, and it's like there's too much, not too much stuff to soak. I mean, there's there's enough stuff to soak, but it's a matter of like, well, where am I supposed to stand? Do I, do I stand over here with these people? Do I stand for that thing? Like, and you know, again, communication there is key as far as making sure everything's covered, but. Um, you know, like when the fight was designed, they weren't thinking like, yeah, we're going to have all these circles all over the place that need to be filled or conversely, you'd get something like, oh, hey, you've got the, you know, you've, you've got the one that's going to send the the line of destruction out, get out of the group, but you've got the creation spark on, you'd stay near the group. So when we dispel it, it doesn't, you know, go too far. I mean, it, 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 the affixes have created some in- interesting choices and some interesting gameplay in there. So I, I think they've done their job in that regard. It makes me glad to be a hunter of turtles so I can... Just ignore some mechanics, you know? <laughs> my, my only complaint is that Turtle's not... Tur- the cooldown on Turtle is too long. It should be zero seconds, and I should just be able to keep it up all the time. Not when Ray uses her special ability that makes my cooldowns shrink. I'm like, hey, stuff's back on cooldown again. Cool. I, don't know, I like in, in Torghast the uh, the anima power where it's just you can you can attack while you're in turtle and it reduces the uh, the cooldown on it. Oh yeah, that's beautiful. And it was the ration was like a few seconds. Like, I could constantly heal it. Yeah. Exactly. Just keep turtle up and just attack, and it's like, yeah, that and the uh, the buff that makes your pets huge. Enjoyed that. Wasn't that the from the uh, from the urns where your pet yeah. walks yeah. over it? Yeah, that and the well, that and, the, and I think they made it and at least because I, I did the gauntlet uh, the other day, which I finally stepped in there, and yeah, like you get that just as a straight anima power. And I just, I was, every time I came up, I was just making my wolves bigger and bigger until they, they were bigger than me as a torrent. Oh. I was like, this is how big they should always be. What layer did I you forgot get what to? Thing. Uh, on the gauntlet, I got to three and then I went into four and I was like, okay, it's late. And I got like, <laughs> I was like, I'll, I'll come back later and do this. But I got the hearthstone toy. That's all I wanted. Oh, uh, you gotta, you gotta get layer four done. Cause then you get them out. Yes. Yes. But, but yeah, so. So uh, well, I'll, I'll talk about the Hearthstone toys in a moment, but um, so overall, we're we're satisfied with uh, the rating this far. We th- we we think we should have enough time before Shadowlands. You know, presumably sometime in November or December. Um, you know, when when this uh, season will expire, we should have enough time by then to get everything completed. Get get either heroic or, or mythic down, whichever your goal is. I would hope so. Yeah, same. I think we should like it should be able to get done. If if we don't, something horribly has gone wrong. Knock on wood. Please don't go horribly wrong. <laughs> now, once once you finished a given tier, like like uh, you know, Kerr, you were saying you guys finished heroic Nathria. You're still going to be running that again in three weeks, two weeks, whenever it's back. Imagine we either like probably keep running that again to get people more gear. Or we might just start running like some mythic plus dungeons. It all depends on how the group feels and stuff, and like how many are on that night, you know. 
Don't get decision makers though. I was gonna say, don't get me started with Mythic Plus. I am already tired of it. Oh, oh with the uh, not not which 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 dungeons in particular the uh, the Kara the Kara Kara dungeons. Nope. Mechagon Junkyard and Workshop. I ran twenty four junkyards last week. And Ooh. ten workshops, and I still have yet to get my rings. Oh, re- oh no! Yeah, I think I was well over fifty runs in Mythic Plus last week. Wow! Yeah, I am so fed up with it, but it's just like, well, I got to get it done because I need the like the two rings from Mechagon are best in slot for pretty much any caster. And most melee classes, but yeah, it's getting those rings I, is a nightmare. Got, I've gotten two of the rings, but they're not the one I'm looking for. It's I other one I need. I've gotten one, but I've seen the right one drop about four times, and I've yet to get it. Yeah, I got one on because it's my best my best thing I got right now. But it's not the hasn't had the right of the right assassin and everything on there. I'm like. Really? Come on, give me the other one. Yeah, because it's the oh, if well. if you do whatever you gain, or yeah, you, like you gain haste, or you heal, or you get a shield, or whatever. It's yeah. I don't even want to think about going back in there, but I still have to get that done this week. Well, good luck with that. What's Mechagon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you see, Harv, there are these uh, gnomes that are made out of. <laughs> oh, I played it. I, I still contest. That's the worst content they've ever put in World of Warcraft. I hated it so much, and I hit exalted Agreed. with them, and I literally landed my mount, hearth, and deleted every quest out of my log, and it never went back. I did the same. Well, I haven't been there since the beginning of the expansion, anyway. So, even though I, I even though I, I enjoyed the, the heck out of that place, I, mean, I was there every day. That's the like, beginning oh. of this expansion, and Nick yeah. is still trying to get exalted. Still, still in there. No, I was exalted. I was just trying to get all the other stuff. But, uh, but so if when you're not in Mechagon, where are you, Harv? What have you been doing lately in uh, in World of Warcraft I've been or fishing, GTA? Fishing in Zangar Marsh on my hunter. Okay, nice. I have to feed my pet. Yes, they get rid of that in Cataclysm, I think, right? So that's still yeah. there in Wrath, right? Yeah. So I'm never gonna play that because <laughs> I'm never going past Wrath Classic. So because I, 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 go ahead. I was gonna say, I wonder if they could just when they add, like, I feel like they're gonna wind up having to skip Cataclysm or, or jump jump to Mist. I feel like there's a there's a large uh, contingent of people who want to see mists come back, but like if not Mist so much comes for cataclysm. Back, I might make a new character in mist, but my current characters will not go past red. Well, I wonder if they can just add mists to like the, the, the wrath era map. So it's like kind of like cataclysm never happened. Like when you're in the old world or the other, you know, like Northrend or outland, it's, it's, you know, all, you know, the 3.0 content. And at that, but then that when you go to mist, it's Cause I don't want to play cataclysm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Cata wasn't too bad. Pandaria Hunter is best hunter of all time. Pa- uh, Pandaria marks. I would argue that yes, survival uh, and Pandaria was my favorite spec on Hunter of all time. I only, I only did. I have, of them, so 
I, I have a screenshot of my uh my 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 demo lock in the uh, on the farm in Pandaria and she's got the uh dark apotheosis wings up and I think it, it was right after Mist that they got rid of that. Or no, actually no, I take that back because you could get them into warlords. You get them into warlords. Which but, uh, which wings are those? They were like the, the, it was it was like uh it was a halfway change between metamorphosis and uh, you know being a warlock you got like the demon wings and you got like the little spectral like spectral wings and like spectral horns but that was it like you didn't have the full transition into being a demon huh. i don't think oh i never played warlock then but i think that would have been that was when the metamorphosis talent was still around right yes yes yeah because you you know, you, could, you could go full metamorphosis and then like play like that or you could you like you just use dark apotheosis and like you you were a little bit tougher. That was all. That was one of those skills. They're like, oh yeah, you could warlock tank, and where people were trying to make that happen. I mean, you probably could pull it off. I, I think you know. I think some of the skills were there, but uh, and they wound up like ripping that whole thing out, including dark apotheosis. But I have a picture of that, so it's like I want my warlock to get her wings back. And now, uh, with if you a pre order Dragonflight, you get the five cosmetic w- dragon wings. So I've got to run around with that. So it's like it's not the same, but I got the wings back. Yeah, I just all my characters have wings. I was gonna say, just go get exactly. yourself the uh, Tuma Sargeras set. Because every, every time, every time you true. have the headpiece on, you jump, you get wings. That is true. Or, just play Demon or, Hunter or that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sure. I can do Demon Hunter, but I can only do I'm gliding. I like my current wings because no matter what I'm doing, they're on my back. They don't leave. Right. Well, somebody was saying there should be like a, a glyph or an option that you can like just have your wings up as, all the time as a Demon Hunter. That would make sense. That would make sense, actually. Like your wings don't go away. Doesn't Illidan have his out? Yeah, I think. Yeah. He has his out almost all the time. Like, Or they should let you, like, I don't know if you remember the old show Gargoyles. Like, they should let you, like, Fold your wings down and clasp over so they look like a cloak. That'd be awesome. But then I got to name, name my Demon Hunter Goliath just for that one. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah. So anything else you do in Harvard? Or you just living the good life fishing? Uh, this week was kind of stressful at work. So I'd just come home and listen, or listen to podcasts and watch Twitch and fish. Because I started at zero fishing. And now I'm almost to 400. Nice. So yeah, yeah, just a lot of just a lot of chilling and fishing. That's good. That's good. Nothing wrong with that. It's always a good time to put on a podcast and fish and wow. It's always a relaxing yes. time. Yeah, that's one of those things you can do like a lot of other things while you because it, it, it doesn't take too much attention. It takes just enough. Like you can't you can't completely ignore it because you got to click on the little thing. But yeah, you can kind of zone out a little bit and, and uh, enjoy whatever you want during that time. But yeah, just times. just a chill week relaxing so i mentioned earlier uh, that i did the uh the gauntlet and i got that hearthstone the dominated hearthstone um and one of the things that blizzard's been doing really starting with this expansion um and i actually kind of started the end of last expansion you noticed around the holidays they started putting in the hearthstones as toys for all the holidays and then they they added like the hearthstone as a pre-order bonus and then there's a new hearthstone with a pre-order bonus for dragonflight and then all the covenants have their own hearthstones now. And it's, I'm, I'm glad that they realize, like, oh, hey, like, you know, we've got the hearthstone and, you know, we can kind of cu- customize that and give some players some choice as far as, you know, how they want their cast animations to look. And, you know, as, a, as, as somebody who tends to collect things, I'm like, oh, this is cool. I like this. But the problem is that you start getting, you know, all these hearthstones and you only 
you know, you're using only one Hearthstone at a given time. So I'm like, well, let me set up a macro. I've got a macro, you know, I can randomly call a mount out of all, you know, my collection of mounts. Let me set up a macro to call my hearth, you know, random Hearthstones. And apparently Hearthstones are categorized as toys in the system and toys you can't easily macro. Um, like you can't just say like cast rant. Well, you, you can sort of ease macro them, but like, uh, in particular, I'm using cast random and you can't just do cast random. And then the name of the toy, they don't want you doing that for whatever reason. So there's a whole work. There's a workaround where you have to find the spell ID of what the, the hearthstone is. And then you have to put that in to be able to cast it randomly. And so I've got that working, but it feels like it's too many steps to jump through. Like if I just want like a hearthstone i just want to randomly use one of my hearthstones if like the toy the toy system as it is now was introduced i want to say back around warlords that was when they were everybody had all the little trink not trinkets but like the little doodads in their bags their bags were getting full and blizzard was like okay we're going to introduce the toy the toy panel all your stuff is going to be a toy now and we're just going to move that out of there and clear up your bags and that was nice that they did that and then they introduced a whole bunch of other stuff that wasn't toys that wound up filling up your bags. And at the end of Warlords, they're like, okay, now those are toys and they get, get out of your bags. Then they introduced but, Megagon and they're like, fuck your bags. Exactly. Exactly. But like the, the Hearthstone's coming along. It's like, okay, it's great that you're putting them in there as toys because they're not, it's, it's not, at this point, it's not toys. It's just sort of a catch all for items that have a special on proc effect that don't, you know, like you can use them, I guess, you know, as a toy. Like a lot of them change your appearance and then a few of them, you know, nothing really gives you like any kind of buff. Like there's nothing, no power here, but like the, was it like the jar of shifting sands or whatever, where you can make the inky. Black, I don't think uh, inky black potion is a toy. No, I think that's, that's consumable. That's a, it's I'm a consumable. Sure. And the fact that it only stacks 20 in your bags. And if you want to have 300 plus, you're using up half your bags. Right. Well, back mm-hmm. in my day, stuff only stacked to 20 anyway. So <laughs> back back in your day, night was dark on its own anyway. You didn't need an inky black potion. Well, I, mean, I walked up, I mean, up to school both ways, and it was 106 degrees in the snow. Because I know there, were happy. I know there has been talk about consumables in Dragonflight and them going up to stacks of 200. So mm. instead of having it should like having a ton of 20 stacks of your pots and all that, now you can have yeah 200 stacks. Does that mean things are going to be really cheap to make? or you know? I don't know if they'll be cheap to make. I just think they're. it's going to be a little bit nicer. You'll have a lot more room in your bags. I would think if people can hold more of them, that, that that's an increase in demand. Uh, uh, then the price should go up because, okay. I mean, assuming the supply is steady. Well, if I remember correctly, if I'm even misremembering, aren't potions stuff supposed to have like a, sl- like a less time effect? Like it doesn't last as long in the next expansion? And I just dreamed that. I don't know. I haven't seen anything about that. I remember reading something where like they have like effects. They won't be like nearly as good. The last bit shorter, but they're more specific and targeted. I think. I know they were talking about scrolls, but I don't remember. It's been so long. Who wants scrolls back? Uh, I can tell. I, I I'm pretty sure I can know some other people from my past in college who want scrolls back. No, oh, thank you. <laughs> don't I didn't say they're right. They just said they want. They they liked it. I don't. I don't even use them in classic when I play. So I'm just stuck in the new ways of no scrolls, just buffs. I just put them on my pet while he's thinking for me. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I, I don't want no scrolls. No, we're not playing '90s meme songs there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, 
Yeah, we'll have to check on that consumable thing because uh, if the potions are changing or not, because that'll, that'll be interesting. But uh, no, but I guess what, what what I'm getting at here is that if you're going to make these hearthstones collectible, they should get their own interface. I want them all to be random, like like the mount interface where you can have your favorite mount button or whatever, and you can choose which ones you want there. Like pull the hearthstones out from the toy, make them their own thing. Let me let me work them off there because it's as it is as it is now. I got to look up the number on Wowhead, and then some of the numbers don't work. Like I think the Toma Town Portal is bugged if you do it this way. Um, although that one kind of sucks anyway. It's like it doesn't really. It looks like a you're just summoning a portal. It's not as cool. Not as cool as some of the other ones. Yeah. Well, all I know is all I care about is being gaming. That's all I care about. Right. Right. And there, yeah, there are a ton of, uh, a ton of, uh, transformation toys. I just got the toy in, uh, Zareth Mortis that turns you into like the, like the, the robot, the base robot body, like what the jailer turns into when he dies. Oh, really? You can run around like that. The protoform? Spoilers, Nick. There's no spoilers at this point. Everybody's, Beating the if if, if you're, you're listening to this you know how it ends I'm, I'm telling you now you're gonna get that one listener who's like god i was almost there thanks nick <laughs> ruined it yeah, for nick, me i was almost there you you were not anywhere near there you're fishing in zanger marsh you are as far away from the jailer as you can possibly be <laughs> and he's happy for that exactly there are plenty of people i think who look at the jailer and they're like yeah you know what i'd rather be fishing in zanger marsh that is a fair uh, point but yeah, so my my humble request to Blizzard is is give me a Hearthstone tab where I can just customize all that and, and make favorites or or at least set it so that uh, I can cast random on them easier. But play oh, I feel dumb now n- knowing that I can just use the spells. Like one of the problems I keep running into is, is like, and I guess that's the thing is like I'm hitting that point where you know it's like I'm like okay I'm playing with the macros and like okay like I can I can fit. 255 characters worth of information in here and i've got some of the mount names that's the other problem too is it's like cast random and then you gotta put the mount name in and some of the mounts it's like you know like thundering jade serpent of like ostentatious thunder like it's just like words upon words and it's like it takes up half the allotted space you have to fit in there and i'm like i can't put this mount in my little mount macro because there's too many characters i gotta pick the one that's like you know like awesome thunder serpent or something that's even too long like just you know like jade yeah like that one or something and you know I so like I can fit more mounts I, yeah exactly i you know find the mounts that have like less words so you can fit them in there that don't and exist in the game anymore can't get them. that's also true that's also true but yeah now but now i'm like oh if i can just use the spell id so i gotta test this out now is like if i can just find all the spell ids for the mounts that's like six characters or seven characters per mount 255 uh characters to fit in there minus like 10 for cast random um you know i can get a lot i feel like i can get more bang for my buck with my mounts doing that that way so i gotta play with the macros but I'm, but like if i'm getting this deep into the weeds on the macros i feel like the next step is i'm gonna start learning lua and just making my own add-ons so by like the end of dragon flood i'm gonna be like yeah here's my here's my hearthstone add-on here's my uh you know my mount add-on i'll be doing that oh god not Maybe i will lua. I had, to, I had to learn way too much of that to get my Pokedex stuff for my Pokemon run throughs to work. Yeah. It's like, what, what are we learning all these languages for? We just want to <laughs> play our damn games. This isn't supposed to be work. But anyway, let's, uh, let's move on here to uh, what's been going on in the news. Not too much in the news here. Um, so first there was a data mine mount on the wow. Classic servers, the Kaluak whalebone glider. Uh, which is a new mount in Wrath of the Lich King, um, which 
is odd because we should know all the mounts in Wrath of the Lich King because they shouldn't be changing. So why are they putting a new mountain there? So the speculation is this is going to be the deluxe mount for the deluxe edition, um, which I'll admit I'll probably buy for the boost and I'll get that again. And then I'll, I'll you know, I'll go sit somewhere and like uh, was I logged into my my one wild classic character and he was just sitting in a thousand needles on one of the one of the buff, bluffs there uh, just sitting on the mount, the, the little warp strider mount doing nothing. I'm like, I don't know why I, why I did this, but because it looked, I'll buy cool. that again. Hmm? So because it looked cool. <laughs> right. The warp strider mount doesn't fit in a thousand needles. Oh, yeah, it no, it, Nothing fits in a thousand needles. Hashtag uh, give, give not a, my thousand needles with water. Give me a centaur mount. Give me a centaur mount. I'll, give me that my shimmer thousand needles in my Mirage yeah. Raceway or GTFO. G- give me a boat so I can be ready for when the cataclysm comes. That's never going to happen in my wow. I would hope not. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I, I'm curious what they're going to do, but I don't unless think they know I, Unless I skip, not, then I'm not going back to Thousand Needles anyways, because I'm going to hang out in Pandaland the whole time. Exactly. No, I, I say like, oh yeah, I'll be there for Pandaland. I, I, I wanted to be there for, for Burning Crusade and I don't know. Too, too much stuff. I'm, I'm too into Shadowlands now. It's, I feel like I've hit that point where I, f- I can feel the end of the expansion coming and I'm like, oh, I really didn't, I didn't really do a lot of stuff in this expansion. I kind of want to do all that now. So like I, all of a sudden I'm like, yeah, the, uh, as a Necrolord, you get the stitch master stuff. I'm like, oh, I want to do all the quests over here now. Like, I want to get all the achievements for that. So I can get like the meta achievement for, for the, the stitch master stuff and you get like, abominable and you get one of the Torless mounts, which yeah. I don't even ride the Torless mounts because I can't fit them into my 255 character <laughs> macro. I still need to go do the, do one of the few codes I haven't finished is the uh, I can't think of it the, the Deadland area why can't I think of the, Necrolords. the Necrolords the Necrolords I know you said yeah. it my brain suddenly forgot it I just hate going over there even though I can fly I don't like it it's not it's not bad I have to do I have I haven't touched anything for the the Venthyr yet I need to do like all of that I finally finished the Night Fae story at least but but then again like from what I understand like the Venthyr story is kind of just like a rehash of the Necrolord one anyway so um I'm not too, I'm not too worried about that. But or you yeah, could just I've, and wow, you could pl- do your uh, Chronicles of Riddick R- RP and just call them the Necromongers book, <laughs> which I have done every time I've thought of the Necrolord. <laughs> I had not put that two and two together. That is a thing you could do, and now you won't be able to unhear it. True. <sighs> Sadly, I won't now. Thanks. You're welcome. Because we all need more vent. Vin Diesel in our life. Vin Diesel, the Vin, the Vinthier. <laughs> the Vinthier, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, moving on through the news here, uh, we also had Blizzard respond. Um, I guess there was a thread that uh, people were concerned. Uh, was it, there was there was like a, a supposed leak of uh, patch ten point hitting on November thirtieth, and like if patch ten point hits on November thirtieth, that means Shadowlands itself proper is going to launch sometime in mid December, which means that the raid is going to be out like right before the holidays and right over Christmas and whatnot. And uh, so Blizzard did respond uh, initially. They basically, basically they said like, "We'll let you know when we announce the launch date. We'll let you know when the raids are, but we're not making any announcements right now. So this is all pointless." They didn't. The this is all pointless was my. Uh, interpretation of what they said my paraphrasing they didn't actually say that this is pointless but yeah. the thread's kind of pointless they, like, they just so, announced that nothing is happening right now guys right Move they're not on. ready to talk about it 
Although I really kind of hope it does go in December for my personal parts of life, because that's when I have the most free time. I found it was interesting. I thought they might try, like they did with Shadowlands, uh, announcing the launch date at Gamescom, which was last week. Was it last week or two weeks ago? Was the other, last it, week. It was, it was very recently. It was last week. Maybe even more than that. But uh, yeah, but like, no. So, I mean, here we are we're right on the verge of September and we still don't have a launch date, but we know it's coming by the end of the year. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be tight, but uh, I mean, at this point, at this point you can pre-order when you want. I mean, you know, the, 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 it's available for that in the store. Um, we know, we know it's, it'll be here by the end of the year. Uh, you know, they, they could theoretically give us like a week's notice. <laughs> And just be like, yeah, it's next week. Yeah, 10.0 next week, official launch in a few days. I mean, we know that, like, even then, like, season four has a shelf life on it. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're going to be, you know, doing uh, faded uh, Nathria or faded Jailer in the next year. So, no, I, a, I have a feeling it'll probably be. I want to say season four will probably end around like the 22nd of November. And then we'll see, like, probably a two week period of pre patch and. I could say, I want to say somewhere like early December, early to mid-December is when Dragonflight would possibly come out. I think that's right. And then they'll have their, most likely have their first raid week in January. I think that sounds right. Uh, I'm still annoyed though, because I'm moving into a new house. I have to cancel my collection and rebuy it because they can't change my shipping address because I've already bought it. You... Can't you write like a condition into like your your existing like you know when, when you when you move out be like okay like whoever moves in here like you must provide you must take my collector's edition and bring it to me. I would not trust anybody moving in or lives here to do that. <laughs> Neither would I. Not even my apartment managers would. They'd probably steal it. So you know. Uh. But then uh, one last bit of news: Gamespot had an article up. Um, just confirming that Dragonflight will not have reputations. It will just have renown. So the old, uh, honored, revered, exalted, uh, you know, what, 3,000, 6,000, 11,000, 21,000, uh, that whole reputation system is out for Dragonflight. Instead, you're just going to be getting. It's 12,000. 12,000. As soon as I said it, I heard me say it. I'm like, ah, uh, so thank you for correcting me on that. Yeah, but, yeah. So how do how do we feel about that? The the uh, the death knell for reputations, which is which I mean they've been here since the beginning. Well, I guess uh, I got to do something else to get my insanity achievements for getting all those reputations. Well, those will still be there. I, I don't think they're getting rid of the old reputations, but you just can't get insane on uh, new reputation, new stuff. Yeah. Know, it just feels kind of odd. Like I, it's interesting. Like you have to now get a thousand of this to get one renowned. I was like. I didn't really feel like it had to change, but I don't know. I mean, if they're doing if they're doing thirty levels of renown, that's well over the well over the amount that you need for exalted currently. But I think they can tune how quickly you acquire that reputation, though. It'll be. I mean, it'll, they can they can tweak it. It'll be interesting to see how they do. Is repute is renown? You know, replacing reputation is renown. The new mission table the new uh 
tour guests or, or, or island expedition. Is this the new feature that was introduced in Shadowlands that the Blizzard developers are super hyped on and they're like, oh, it's going to completely revolutionize how the game is played and they're going to like just beat it into the ground over the next three expansions so that when like 11.0 or 12.0 is coming out and they're like, yeah, we're getting rid of the we're now, we're bringing back reputations. Everybody's going to cheer at, <laughs> uh, you know, BlizzCon or, or everybody's going to cheer at their computer for whatever video presentation they have because it won't be a BlizzCon that year because who knows? It's very possible. Like I, I still wonder. Like I, it, like current right now, you at least get stuff after like certain tiers. Whereas I think Exalted you have to buy the stuff, but I don't know if that feels better to actually earn it when you get the Renown level instead of buying it. The problem with Renown, I should say the problem with Renown, because I, I I actually enjoyed the Renown season. That was one of the things I didn't like is the GameSpot articles like, you know, Renown, another one of those systems everybody hated in, in Shadowlands or whatever. Like, I, I I didn't mind Renown. I thought it was okay. Um, you know, because, I mean, but Renown, if you look at it, it's WoW's attempt at a season pass. Yeah. Like, it's it's got the line with the items on it. I mean, I, I have a season pass and, Heart, pass and Hearthstone looks the same. I look at the season pass and Fall Guys, it's the same. I don't pay, play Fortnite or any other games where they're really, like, you know, like, uh, you know, iterated on and developed the season pass extensively. Um, but to, to that degree, I kind of don't mind it replacing re- Reputation. I mean, Reputation was, Reputation felt like a hallmark of the old WoW, where it's just a straight, you kill something or you do something and you get, you know, you see a little plus like, you know, two or three digits and you, you're just going to work on that over and over and over and grind and grind and grind. And, and, and at the end of the day, it's the same thing either way, whether you're watching it move across a line or whether you're watching that little bar fill up as you go along. Um, the problem though, is like the whole, like if you look at like the season pass con- concept, like that's intended like that's something you're supposed to pay for like you you buy the season pass and you've got your your two tiers i can't imagine that wow could integrate some kind of like paid version of renown to like justify that but i think it's more so as far as it being a system that we know players will come back to that if we give you this list and especially too, we give you stuff along the way like right now for reputation you really don't get anything along the way you just get to the next level and then a whole bunch of stuff opens up on the vendor well um, and at least like with renown as it is now the way it was implemented in, in shadowlands and i hope they'll continue this in dragon Flight, is you know at a certain levels oh hey here's a mount you just get them out you don't have to worry about buying it you don't have to pay anything you just boom you hit renown 40 you get a amount you, you can run around with it you get a you, boom you hit uh 80 you get a title throw it right up you don't have to pay anything you just get it yeah but i could also see them doing a premium version of renown like that for like every season and just you can earn certain cosmetics it's really wouldn't be that hard to do in wow to have certain just uh transmogs or mounts or toys just you get there from playing the regular content of the game Yes, but also no, because I, I, the one thing that WoW has that none of these other games that I've mentioned have is that WoW has its subscription that we're still paying for. Yeah, but that and could be a way for them to get away from that subscription. You know, if they if they actually were to pull the trigger on that and say, okay, we're going to change, we're going to get rid of the subscription, but we're going to give you a season pass. That's that's a whole different ball game, and I don't know that they'd want to do that because like they know they're they kind of know where they are, where they're guaranteed with this. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like if the, if you're going to implement some kind of season pass system, you know, like a renown pass or whatever, uh, but even, the, you know, even then too, like then you have to be updating it constantly. Like, okay, like, you know, you know, that means like, okay, we're going to do three months with this 
with this renown and then like three three months later we're gonna have the next renown system come out and it's got to have enough perks in it to go they just got in trouble um the hearthstone community is flipping tables at you know and and completely and i think justifiably uh, irritated at blizzard um because they're introducing a uh a currency into hearthstone called rune stones where currently in hearthstone you if you want to buy something you can either buy it with straight cash or well you know straight cash through your battling account but you know you can pay, pay you know money or you can use the gold currency that you can earn playing games and uh, you know they're, they're what they're trying to do is they're trying to remonetize the battlegrounds like battlegrounds came in as part of a free-to-play feature it blew up in ways they weren't expecting and they've been trying to figure out like well crap we never should offer this for free from the get-go because we're not making as much money off this as we could and so now they're like just kind of like basically as much as they can separate battlegrounds from hearthstone while it's still remaining in the client they're like reiterating the system it's going to have its own like hearthstone has a season pass like i mentioned that i i've personally enjoy i'm willing to pay for that every three months or whatever i, th- I feel like i'm getting my money's worth out of it and that's fine but they're going to have a separate season pass for battlegrounds now mm. and what you know and this this is because the, they announced all this at the same time so battlegrounds is going to get its own season pass and we're going to have this runestone currency and also the thing about battlegrounds is that you used to be able to with gold buy battlegrounds perks and one of the perks you could buy was that at the beginning of your game you're offered four heroes to choose from as far as how, who you're going to play for that game instead of two and somebody's done the math and they've shown that just by being offered more heroes you have a better chance of picking a you a better chance of being offered a hero that can actually win therefore you have a better odds of winning if you know you're offered four heroes instead of two and now they're saying like well you can only get that feature by buying the season pass you can only buy the season pass with the rune stones which you can only obtain by paying real money to get that currency so you can no longer get it with gold which means you can't earn the currency through the game so Basically, they're saying Hearthstone is now pay to win. And that's a little more convoluted than I like to say. Like, it's not it's not like you're explicitly buying wins, you know, but you do have a better advantage if you're willing to use the rune stones. And that is kind of pay to win territory. So so the fact is that they're taking something that you could get for free before, you know, with enough effort through the gold and they're putting it behind effectively a little bit of a paywall. And yeah, that, that's what's kind of dirty about it because you never really yeah. couldn't put it behind. Like, if you still be able to get it out gold, it shouldn't be something that's not possible. Right. Right. It's you never want to, you never want to take something away from the players and be like, oh, this was something you guys had. And now we're going to, you know, lock it down um, without giving them something of at least, con- you know, like commensurate value in return. And it, it, like, you know, it doesn't feel good. It just does not feel good. And I don't, and I know like to the, I don't want to say their credit. I mean, they, they, like they, like I said, they redid the whole battleground system when they announced this. I mean, I don't want to say like that was intentional, like they're trying to bury the lead here, but they're trying to show you like, look, we're doing all this other stuff and you are getting like, they are making, um, one of the other things you could get if you, if you bought that with gold admittedly, but you know, you, you won't have to pay anymore. Uh, for early access to heroes like the heroes will just be available to everyone as soon as they're available and you won't have to pay for the stats the event like the the improved stat tracking um, which is the only thing i care about in heart in battlegrounds whenever i play battlegrounds i just want the stats i don't care about the heroes i'll take the free tier now i'm happy <laughs> with that but that's just me and my style of play so you know put like you know so blizzard is no stranger 
to taking something and changing it and making it a little bit worse for everybody. I don't think that I don't I don't think that they the numbers are there. I mean, I don't know. Like they have a whole marketing team, like who obviously studies all this and can tell you, like, oh, like this is our projected revenue if we were to switch to like a season pass kind of thing. This is our projected revenue if we stay with the subscriptions. They could try to do both. That I do not think would go over well, even if they're just like, oh, but it's because that's the other thing too is it's like, oh, the paid tier is always that's where the cosmetics are. They did that in Diablo Immortal, where it's like this that's where the cosmetics are for your season pass. Uh, even in Hearthstone, when you're paying for, you're getting extra experience and extra. Uh, extra cosmetics, uh, you know, with, with the paid season pass, like, you know, you don't get any, there's nothing on that paid tier that like, Oh, like I'm getting free cards or I'm getting anything that really benefits me as far as being able to win. Um, but you know, I mean, even then like people gripe enough when there's a new mount added to the store and it's like, Oh, Hey, there's another store mount. This could have been a mount they could have put in the game. All the mounts look the same in the game. And it's like, eh. um, you, you know, you know, so I don't, I, I I can't I can't imagine that they would be willing to go to a season pass model in lieu of the subscription because the other problem with that is you need to if you're doing that you're having content come out on a very regular basis you know it's every three or four months something's coming no lull because you can't have a season pass sit for six months for eight months for fourteen months can't do that and I now we know that they just bought that one company um, I can't remember the name of it. Um, but they just bought that one company. It's like a hundred people that are, it's like, Oh, you're all working on wow now. And it could be, maybe they're trying to set up the wow team with enough developers to be like, okay, like, you know, everybody's working on a patch. This patch is going to be three months and you're going to, you know, that's going to be a season pass. And then three months later, the next patch is going to be ready to go. And we've got that pipeline just boom, 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 boom. But if you're going to do that too, I feel like you're getting rid of expansions or at least you're changing the nature of expansions because right now these renown that we're, we're looking at here, there's four renowns coming at the beginning of the expansion. And, you know, normally if you look at how the reputations work, we get like, a, you know, a whole bunch of reputations at the beginning of an expansion. And then we get like two, like one or two with each subsequent patch because we go to like one zone where they've got like one or two different factions. Like uh, Corthia, you had the Archivists and the what Death's Advance or whatever. And then you go to you go to Zareth Mortis where you've got the Enlightened. Um, so it's not like you're getting a ton more, you know, reputations as you go throughout the expansion. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess there's room to rework that. I don't, I don't think this is going to fundamentally change the, the, how they, the, the, the pay, the pay for the game, but, um, yeah, I mean, they could, there's, there's room there. I don't know. Are you, what do you guys think? Are you guys satisfied with reputations being gone? Not a big issue for me, really. You just, you, you're just happy you got the jailer down. Things. Huh? Just quit locking flying behind things. And just get oh, I think they got rid of that. Like they got rid of that in this one. So. There no, they're still they're st- well, they're still going to be flying. I, I don't think they've said what how they were going to unlock it necessarily, but there is flying separate from the dragon riding. Oh, okay, I must have missed that part. Yeah, because the, the dragon riding is a very specific skill, and it has okay. like yeah, the, you're still going to need to unlock your other yeah, flying mounts if you want to just annoying. be able to fly like regular. But oh well, like I don't. I'll we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I don't know if you saw this one, Nick, but this was actually four days ago that there is progress being made on cross faction guilds. Yes. There's no time frame given, but hey, that's a step in hopefully the right direction when it came to cross faction play. I, 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 you know, they did the same thing with Transmog, although with Transmog, it felt like it was a bit more intentional and deliberate that they're like, okay, we're going to introduce Transmog. 
and it's only going to be certain items with certain restrictions on it. You know, you, we don't want you running around with two two fish as your weapon. And then very slowly over the years, they've you know iterated on that. Why can't say the word iterated on that to allow you know you to? I think you can have two fish as your weapons now. I think they finally allowed that. Um, but even then, like people still want like whites to be transmogable and stuff, which is fair and should be done. But I think it's the same thing here where this is a bit more technical, I think. Whereas with transmog, it was just like, okay, we're going to restrict the items and we're going to leave it. That This here is like these systems were straight up not designed to allow for this. We need to go in and really rework them. And so, you know, first let's do the rating and stuff because that's the direct, like you want to play with your friends. That's the direct thing to playing with your friends. I mean, it's been fun being able to raid with you guys, um, you know, on my, my horde character, you know, with you guys being Alliance. Um, and it kind of sucked. I went to raid with some other people. I went to do a uh, time walking dungeon and you can't do a time walking dungeon cross faction yet. They haven't I, put that in. I know that was very, so I had to, oh, you know, I got to go get on my Alliance character so I can run with you guys, which I mean, you know, not that big a deal, but it still would have been nice to be able to do that on my horde character. So yeah, I think, you know, it's all a technical, all, you know, it's all a technical boondoggle. You know, everybody likes to joke about wow being written on spaghetti code at this point, but the code is, 17 18 20 years old at this point and yeah i mean they you know they were so busy doing what they were doing they were not thinking like oh let's make sure this is coded in such a way that if we ever do decide to make cross-faction guilds it'll be easy like i don't envy the developers having to go in and and sort that out and i could almost see if they're going to do that they're probably going to have to like rewrite guild code from scratch and i could see them uh, doing a huge major guild rework kind of like they did for in cataclysm where it's like oh here's all the guild perks and stuff and you get the guild levels and whatnot um i don't know that they do that exact system again but i could see them just reworking guilds completely uh mm-hmm. you know f- to be like here's some new guild stuff so because if they're going to be in there anyway trying to fix this and make that better but yeah ultimately at the end of the day i mean ultimately at the end of the day i expect that um you'll be able to do anything like even you know, maybe go into places that would otherwise be hostile uh, and somehow like turn off that flag so that you can hang out with your friends. If you're like, you know, as a Tauren, I'll be able to go hang out in Stormwind without having to worry about like, you know, drawing aggro from the guards or something, unless I'm in war mode, you know, that that'll always be the the difference. But yeah, yeah you're the friendly Tauren. Welcome to Stormwind. Welcome, <laughs> my hooved brother. I mean, there is. I want that as a title, the friendly There apparently is a way of getting away with being horde in Stormwind or vice versa for the Alliance. I think it's by the slash wave macro and you target really? guards <laughs> and you wave and they'll not actually attack you. I saw it on some sort oh, of like I classic. Right. I, I, I saw right. it on a classic WoW like, video. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> oh, that. Yeah. And if you hit uh alt F five or whatever, it'll, uh, <laughs> It'll give you a nice treasure in WoW. Yeah, right. <laughs> Come on, Nick. It's Alt F4. God. Is it Alt, Alt F4? F4? Damn it. Yeah. God. Shows you how rusty I am. Uh, Jared did that like always Nick. Yep. You know why they call his Arthas's horse invincible? Oh, well, I don't know why it? they... Exactly. No, it's because it never drops. Sleepy. It never drops, exactly. But You know why they call it an Xbox 360? Why? Because when you see how shitty it is, you turn 360 degrees and walk <laughs> away. 
Accurate. Except you turn 360 degrees and you're fa- <laughs> facing it again. It should have been the Xbox One. Uh, bum, F bum. in chat for Nick, everybody. <laughs> F in chat for Nick. Uh, all right. I don't know. Unless anybody's got anything else, I think we're going to wrap it up there. Well, I don't think I have anything else. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for joining us this week. It was great to have you guys on. We'll definitely have to have you guys back again, especially back when Ray and Eric are back. So we can have the full crew here. Indeed. Absolutely. Yeah. But this has been episode number 219 of Wow Talk. Thank you, everyone at home, for downloading and listening. Thank you to Heat Kings for the intro song. Thank you to Jarrett for producing and editing. And thank you to, thank you again to Kurabara and to Crisp. We are at Wow Talk MTB on Twitter, also at the MASH Network. Find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash MASH Those Buttons. Also on YouTube at YouTube.com slash MASH Those Buttons. Kura, where can people find you? Well, if y'all want to find me, you can find me on Twitter at Kurabaris, K-U-R-A-B-A-R-S, or on Twitch.tv slash Kurabara. You can also find me on the network uh, talking about it's a small indie game, Apex Legends, on us. Dropping Spicy. You can follow us on Twitter at Dropping Spicy. And you can also find me, along with Nick over here, talk about another EA game, Mass Effect, on Squad Goals with Chip from Wondrous Tales. And uh, I'm also on various other things. Do you know? You'll hear me. I'm annoying. I'm sorry. You're, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> uh, Crisp, where can people find you? Uh, find me over on Twitter at Crisp underscore TTV1. And on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash crisp underscore TTV. Are you still streaming your, your rating or you're, you're not doing that for the faded stuff? Uh, not so much for the faded stuff. I'm kind of on a little hiatus, but I'll, I'll throw it up here and there for one or two raids and then keep it on the down low for last little bit. But I'll probably get up going again like what I was before probably once Dragonflight or pre-patch starts because that's when all the new stuff's coming out yeah it's gonna be fun times and Harv where can people find you you can find me on discord at Harv pound sign 8673 and they can also find you sitting on a mushroom in Zangermarsh with a fishing pole in one hand and a beer in the other yep I'm chilling over there next to uh, Scenarian Outpost nice because, you know, that's where the fishing trainer is. And I am at WookieBH on Twitter. You can also find me here on the Mash Those Buttons Network on the Torn and the Goblin talking about Warcraft story and lore and also on Squad Goals, a Mass Effect Legendary Edition podcast where Kura and I talk about the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. We should be. Well, actually, I, I, we're, we're, we're uh, what is it? We got, uh, we got like a whole month of Rannoch episodes coming up. So that's going to be fun to get through there. Very fun. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Join the Mash Those Buttons community on Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. And our next show recording is scheduled for September 12th, 2022 at 1030 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. And email us with your questions or comments at wowtalk at mash.gg. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to help us out, please share it and rate it if you can on your favorite podcast platform of choice. And visit mtb.gg slash support to see all the ways you can support Mash Those Buttons and all our great podcasts including on Patreon, where you can support this show by joining Wild Talk membership at $1.25 per episode, or you can provide general support for $2 per month. And for those in the chat room, please consider a Twitch subscription if you can. You can also check out our Humble Bundle affiliate link where you can get codes for Steam, Epic Game Store, Uplay, and more. Or check out our PayPal one-time donation link over at mtb.gg support. 
And stay tuned to hear about other shows on the Mesh Those Buttons Network. For Ray and Eric, who aren't here, and for Kura and Chris, who are joining us all special, and for Harv, who is here all the time, even if he watches GTA. I'm I Nick. never the- watch streams while I'm recording this, Nick. I didn't say you were. I said you just watch it in general. Well, you know what? Yeah. You're doing a good job. You're, you're holding me accountable, and we got to remember to hold the executives at Activision Blizzard accountable. So hold them accountable. Yeah. <laughs> Bet. And as always, this is my favorite podcast on the network. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs>